For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, sports developments for the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all sports wagering needs, including live betting and the fan favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's really easy to get started. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up and use promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Browns fans finally get our wish. Jadavion Clowney has stopped playing with our feelings and has signed his contract. It will be a one-year, $11 million deal. I mean, we're just going through the checklist right now. We, have, we got Denzel extended. Uh, we, got our, we got our quarterback. We got our number one receiver. You know, we're just going through the list. Uh, we still have some check marks to go off of, but right now this is the best possible thing that we can have for this defense. Uh, despite not having a, you know, big defensive tackle to, to fill in the middle of that defensive line. But I mean, look, Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney are really the only two things you need. And we have some very promising defensive tackles like Taven Bryan, uh, Perry Winfrey, Tommy Togiai, Jordan Elliott, all of them. And I think if we can develop them, don't even need to worry about defensive tackle. But Clowney, back, what are your initial thoughts? And, uh, you know, are are we kind of worried that he took a little long or is it just clowny being clowny? First of all, I'm ecstatic about this. When, when the season was towards the end last year, I kept saying to everyone that he was our most important free agent because, because I think he and, and miles on the field at the same time, it, it just makes it hard for, for defense. I mean, for offenses to, to, pick who they're going to double team. Obviously they're going to pick Miles because he's the quote unquote superstar, but Jadavion Clowney is a disruptor. And he had nine sacks last year. And based on the position of people, a lot of people might think that's a lot, but it is a lot because he's a disruptor and he also plays the run. And so, although he's not getting all the way to the quarterback, he forces him to get out of the pocket or he forces him to hurry a throw. And that and that's what you need on the other side of Miles Garrett. So that's why I thought he was the most in, in, important free agent because if you draft someone or, or assign another free agent, you don't know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. You don't know if they actually fit in your system. Jadavion's played there for one year and did well when he was finally healthy. He hadn't been healthy in a, a few years, but finally played was healthy this past year and played well. And so he was who I thought was the most important free agent uh, for, for us. And I'm glad we got it signed. And, and going back to your, your, your second question was as to, was, 
are we upset that it took long? No, that's Jadavion being Jadavion. If you if you notice over the years, we're always uh, contract negotiation. He's always taking his time, mm-hmm. right? Because I obviously he feels like he wants to do what's right for him, make the best decisions for himself. And so, you know, he probably looked around and we don't know. There might have been more money somewhere else. But he, I think if he, when he looked around, he said, this team is loaded. I can play on the other side of Miles, who's going to get double team most of the time. I can go out there and wreak havoc. And so that makes it the best situation for him. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, you talk about him being a disruptor. He still hasn't put up uh, double-digit sacks in a while, but he had 53 quarterback pressures, uh, 16 run defense stops. He has a 8.2 pass rush productivity. Like, you know, he's, he's in there. He's present. And this defense definitely needed him because, you know, if you get Miles Garrett on some of these RPOs and some of the some of the stuff that goes on in the backfield, he he can't really keep up. And uh, our backup defensive ends weren't really anybody that we could re- rely on. So now that we have Clowney back, that's just you know again best thing that we could do. And looking at some of these numbers, um, if you have Clowney on the field and Miles Garrett on the field at the same time, your productivity is going up right here at least 20%. I mean, but see, I think I think that what's most important that their, their productivity is high when they're both on the field, but at the same time, if someone else is playing well at, at the defensive end, Jadavion can bounce down to a defensive tackle. Oh, which yeah. he's done, which mm-hmm. he has done. And so now you have three guys, whoever that other guy may be, who are technically defensive ends, but can still play good football. So that's that's why I like his versatility as a as a defensive lineman is what, what I really like about him and 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 how he fits with the scheme and what Joe Wood is trying to do. Yeah, I like that too. And uh, with the addition of Alex Wright and Isaiah Thomas, I think those are two guys that you can interchange and you can put them on different places on the, on the defensive line. And it's just more, more uh, jokers, I guess you could say for Joe Woods, as you know, he found Jeremiah, Jeremiah Wusu-Kormo, who was just an absolute animal all over the field. Uh, And you're just giving him all these, these fun pieces to mess around with. And I'm really excited to see what this defense is going to come up with because I, I really would have liked to see some more creativity and, you know, uh, some of our blitzes and things like that. So hopefully this year we can find a good balance of uh, a rotation and really maximize all the talent that we have on the defensive side of the football. And, you know, now we don't even have to worry about the defense holding up their end of the bargain because, you know, last year the offense would go out there, they fell flat defense has to come back out there tired and, you know, do it all over again. Now we have a consistent offense where it's going to take the load off of the defense a little bit, and then you're going to get even more maximization out of their talent when they're, you know, kind of rested and they know that they don't have to go out there and be the reason why they win or lose this football game every single time. You know, what's crazy is just listening to what you just said is like, the, the defense doesn't have to be on the field so much now when when earlier in the year last year everybody was blaming the defense yep. as to why we lost a, a, a few games early in the in the season and and I kept saying to people I was like Joe Woods is fine 
we had what, like maybe seven new starters on defense. It's a, it's a new system. These guys don't know how to play together. He doesn't actually know how to scheme a game, game plan with these new guys and, and it was in respect to what they can do as athletes on the field. It takes time, you know? And so they finally, they finally start to get together and at, and at the end of the season, they were playing damn good football. Yeah. And so back to your point, if they can, if they can go back to that, what they were doing last year and, and even get better, like you said, uh, his scheming and game planning, get even more uh, strong, getting, getting stronger, uh, the things that he can call, the things that he can do with all these players, it, it, it just makes it hard on our offense because he can disguise so much. He can call, like you said, call so many blitzes. He can zone blitz. He can go man to man. He can, he can do, he can go zone. He can do everything. He can drop, he can drop people out. He can, he can rush corners. There's a corner blitzes. There's so many things he can do. And I think he will do it because now he's been with this group for a, a period of time. And so they, they can, they can get better. Then we have to back to the, the other point. We flip it to the other side and hopefully they take care of their business. Like you said, we have the quarterback. We got a number one receiver. We drafted some receivers. We had uh, DPJ and, and, and Schwartz who are, who are coming on uh, and Joker who's going to be the guy. And we, we have, we have, running backs of course three four of them we got linemen we got everything but now it's it's a matter of going out there and and, and having the opportunity to to work as a team and, and get better I'm, I'm still looking forward to seeing the the playbook of Kevin Stefanski and what he's going to do because he can do everything yeah. with this with the players that we have there's, he can he can pretty much close his eyes and put his finger down and call that play because mm-hmm. he knows we have a quarterback who can run it. We have running backs who can run it if that's what it is. We, we now have a number one receiver who can do whatever. And there's, there's so much that you can do with this offense that uh, is going to make it hard on a defense that, you know, it's it, it, it makes it almost too much. It's, you know, you know, it's almost like walking in basking in Robbins. What do I want? You know, yeah. is what flavor do I want? Because there's so much that we can do. I think the, I think the thing is, you know, you do it like um, the, the 49ers and those guys used to do. We run when we run, they have to stop it. Mm-hmm. And then when they stop it, we'll make an adjustment. But with all the, the all the, the toys that we have, I think it's hard to stop if we if they're coached well and put in the right situation. Yeah, and you see teams um, kind of around our division, like the Ravens who are, they're preparing. They, you know, they can say it's, you know, they're trying to go for depth. They're trying to do whatever. No, they are preparing because they are scared of what is in the AFC North. And, you know, rightfully so. You have uh, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase over in Cincinnati. You go to Pittsburgh, you have George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, uh, and Chase Claypool. Then, you know, us, Amari Cooper. And I mean, it's not a lot to bring to the table, but it is you know, Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Anthony Schwartz, David Bell, like that is a lot. And capacity is sometimes, you know, more overwhelming than just pure talent. So there are a lot of things that we can be doing with this offense and with this defense that I think will set us apart from the other teams in the league. And I mean, you can look at teams like Miami. Miami has is known for their speedsters. They have 
Jalen Waddle down there. Uh, you know, Tua can move a little bit. They have their kind of their small but fast running back kind of system. I really don't think that's scaring anybody because there's no versatility. Yeah, Tyreek. And Tyreek, yeah. But yeah, it's that, you know, kind of small, speedy thing. And we have everything. So I'm I'm kind of looking around the league and I'm I'm interested to see the moves that everybody's making on defense to just kind of kind of ready themselves for the season because not only the Browns, but everybody else in the AFC is just absolutely loaded right now. I, I was just about to say that we we don't have to talk about just the, the AFC North. We can talk about the AFC as a whole yep. because it is loaded and you see everyone is is loading up on on offense because mm-hmm. everyone, everyone knows it's a game that you, you got to be able to score points of course you need to stop some people but it, it, when it's all said and done there's going to be times when you're going to have to win a football game yep. and your offense is going to have to do it. and i think that's what everybody's loading up i mean you look at the afc west look at all the quarterbacks that they have everybody's got a quarterback. I mean, look, the AFC North, everybody pretty much has their quarterback in Pittsburgh still trying to figure it out, but you can't ever count them out because Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. So yeah. you can't ever count them out. They're going to be in it, right? Then you got, then you got, of course, Buffalo and, and uh, New England. Mac Jones went to the Pro Bowl last year. There's, there's, everybody is gearing up to score points. And, and, and that's what, that's what I, look forward to with with our defenses and why I thought it was so important to sign Clowney because we're bringing back some someone who was a staple of that defense last year where you 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 have him you have Miles you got Denzel locked down you get you're bringing all these guys everyone we're we're putting together a defense that I mean granted we have an offensive team that is hold up with the with the best of them but we're putting together a defense that gives us a chance to stop those other offenses that people are building mm-hmm. yeah i agree and you know all of this can't really come together unless we know what is happening at our quarterback position so with deshaun watson um trying to settle all these legal issues we have a HBO interview with uh, some of these victims in the case. And now everything is on public display. I think uh, after Watson said, you know, he, he texted this massage therapist after one of those, one of her sessions uh, after she was crying and said, I'm sorry to make you feel uncomfortable. That definitely raises some eyebrows. And now that we have a, interview airing on national television uh later tonight actually as we record this on tuesday may 24th um i i don't know how everything is going to shake out with deshaun watson but i feel like this interview could be kind of the nail in the coffin for him for this season because i already is looking at twitter and listening to all these podcasts and stuff like that i think it is really hard not to say that Deshaun is not going to be suspended. I think this season he will be suspended. And I'm, I, I don't know. There, there just seems to be too much out there to say, yeah, nope, we're just going to wait until next season to see how it works out. We all know the NFL likes their public image. They want to look good. And I understand this case is very sensitive. So you need to be aware of everybody's feelings in this. 
I feel like a suspension could come this season as much as we don't want it to. Um, but that's just me. How, how are you feeling right now from a legal Deshaun Watson standpoint? From a legal thing, I, I mean, it, 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 like you said, it's, it's, it's a touchy situation. And, and so it, it's hard to be open and honest about what you really feel if you feel a certain way because everybody's like, well, what about this and what about that? But I, I think when it comes, I, I think he, he, he will get suspended. I don't want him to um, because of court, uh, the grand juries. I'm like, what did he actually do? Based on based on information that they have and not, and not willing to investigate because of their information, what did he really do then? And it, which, like I said, is a sticky situation. But I then look at the schedule and how it looks and who we play first. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking... Yeah, the NFL is smart. They're smart about scheduling things. They give us some, they, they might have given us some teams that they think we can beat without him. But then we're playing Cincinnati Monday night. Yep. And nothing against Jacoby. They don't want to see him on TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? The NFL. <laughs> The NFL is not looking, they don't want, they want to see a star on Monday Night TV. And so I'm thinking he could be, he could be back for that. I mean, you know, with a, with a few games, cause you know, the, and it, it's not a knock on other teams because it's the NFL and you still got to play football, but Carolina, yep. the Jets, mm-hmm. Falcons. And then Pittsburgh, who who's, might be down because they're quarterback, but they're still Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. First four weeks. Right? Yeah. And then you get into the, the Chargers and, mm-hmm. and, and Ravens and teams like that. Yeah. Right? And so I, if, if, we, if, if, we, if he does get suspended, which, like you said, I hope he doesn't, I, I think he'll be playing five maybe <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah i'm i'm kind of thinking the same um you mentioned those first four games then week five you have chargers week six you have patriots then oh, yeah. Ravens and Bengals. so i could see a six game suspension i would say that's that's where they're probably looking uh then you get him back for the ravens and Bengals, which is you know that's that's kind of big. If he hasn't played a regular season game, uh, we're gonna have to hope that he's that he's warm and he's up for the task. And honestly, I think Jacoby Brissett can get us through those first four games. If he does have to play against the Chargers and Patriots, eh, I'm more confident against the Patriots than I am the Chargers. We, we so, need the, we need the Chargers early. We need yeah. to the Chargers. We need it. We need those. Are, we're talking about teams that could possibly be in the playoffs mm-hmm. and we'll be facing those teams you know starting with to be honest starting with Pittsburgh so, because it's like Pittsburgh like you said Pittsburgh Chargers New England Ravens mm-hmm. Bengals right that's that, based on records last year and, and the teams that have been built that's like a playoff row mm-hmm. and so hopefully hopefully we'll be ready for that and I mean and even even if 
if he's not able to play at, at that time. I think, you know, Jacoby Brissett has done enough in this league as, as a starter, won some football games on, on some bad teams. And with this team, he, he still gives us a, a very good op opportunity to win football games. Yep, I agree. If if we are looking at those first 60 games, I think we could go four and two. Uh, five and one is definitely a possibility. But I, I agree that Jacoby Brissett was brought in for a reason. He's had the experience. Um, and that was honestly kind of an underrated free agent signing, in my opinion. I never really thought about it. Case Keenum, eh, I mean, he was good under the Baker Mayfield Stefanski system. But now that we have somebody who can do a little more, Jacoby Brissett seems to be the, the good, safe option. Uh, so, yeah, right now, I'm, I'm confident with how the team is looking. I think we are definitely one of the most more well-rounded teams in the AFC. Uh, Lord knows we have a lot of competition in the AFC. And I, my record prediction was 13 and four. Um, that's with no Watson suspension. And that's being a little generous. Maybe it's 12 and five, but however our record is, it may not even be good enough to get to the playoffs because that's just how, how tough everything is. So I don't know. I don't know how I'm feeling right now, but we're going to the playoffs. We're yeah. going to the playoffs. Yeah. We're, and we're, we're going we're going to the playoffs. I, you know, I, I, I think I, I'm still, I just need to know what's going to happen with the quarterback situation before I can make any, oh God, I don't know. I can't say yet what I feel the record will be. I just can't do it because I need to hear something. I mean, they met with him last week. What's the point of that? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. what do you mean for him? Just what are we meeting for? Let us know something, you know, let him know something. You know? I, I probably want to know more than he does. Because <laughs> cause, cause I'm sitting over here and I don't have the $230 million he's getting. He knows he's getting that. I, I, I just want to know for, for the hell of it, right? I can predict what my team's record is going to be. But, but, you know, I, I, I think, I think the, 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 the most important thing offensively right now is that we went and signed quarterbacks who are not Deshaun Watson, but are similar. So the game plans and, and schemes that we put in now, nothing really has to change. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that's, 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 that's what was smart about uh, what, what we did at, at quarterback as far as that, that entire room, because you can, you can call, you can call all the plays with this, with these guys. And you might not get the same results. You might not be able to, make some of the throws that they might not be able to make some of the throws that Deshaun makes, but, but at the same time, your plays that you call, you, you don't have to change just because you got a new quarterback, right? So you, so while Deshaun is suspended, if so, you can, you can build on that as an offense as you go. So you're not having a, Oh, we're going to run this. And then when he comes back, Oh, now we're going to start running this. No, you're getting better because you're you're practicing this, this this offense, this scheme, and and you're using it in the game. And and you might not call all the plays, but the guys are getting used to running that against moving targets, and it, and, it, and it makes it easier as as the season goes. So, whenever he gets his legs under him, it's like a seamless transition, and that's that's what I like about what they did with the quarterback room. And I think you you start to wonder when they started the Deshaun Watson pursuit, 
did they already have like all these names on the table of who they wanted? Like, was Jacoby Brissett immediately like, okay, sure, if we get Deshaun Watson, we'll we'll go here. We get, you know, do this, do that, and that's why I'm so happy with this Browns organization right now is because we have organization and you know a a path and image of what we want to do right now. So if Deshaun is suspended. I think we have the tools to be okay for right now. Uh, it'll definitely be interesting how he comes back into the fold once the suspension is over. Hopefully it's not a season long suspension. That's worst possible case scenario. But if we could get him back this year, then I think we're, we're in a great position to move forward. And I don't know about winning the North right now, but we could definitely get, either tie or get in that number two spot. Man, we can win the North. We can, yeah. we can, we can, we can win the North. I mean, I'm just, it's, it's like, it's, it's a matter of having all the pieces in play and, and being able to go out there and, and do it in, in between those white lines. I mean, but, you know, like I said, Pittsburgh doesn't really know who their quarterback is, but they're Pittsburgh. So, and Mike Thomas coached them. So, they're gonna be 500 or above. That's we 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 can say that. Um, Baltimore, they they've gotten better. They got better in the draft, but it's still a lot of new pieces. They'll get people back, but it's still new pieces. So we don't know if they're the same Baltimore as they as they have been. Uh, we don't know if they they'll run the ball the same. You know, we don't know if Lamar tries to run the ball the same, or do they start changing things because of injuries, right? Um, Cincinnati. They went to the Super Bowl. They had a good season, and and they got better at, at the offensive line and everything. But they still didn't beat us last year, right? And, and granted, the last game they didn't need to, but the first game we hammered them. Yeah, right. With a team that didn't make the playoffs, and so I I, I feel good about what we can do um, with this team. Um, and 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 the direction that we're headed. I think I think what's most important is. You look at it, and you got to win games that you're supposed to win. You have to win all the games you're supposed to win and then win a few that people don't think you can win. Mm-hmm. And if you can do that, the season will be successful, and it'll, and it'll work out like we want it to. I mean, I, I, I just think, once again, the elephant in the room is <laughs> what's going to happen. And, 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 I, and, I, and I think, and I, and I think, I think the NFL would love to see the Cleveland Browns win football games. I, I really do. And I, I think you, people don't think that I think, and I think that's why the scheduling is a, is a fact. I mean, we can say they, we can say they don't. And, and everybody talks about the refs and things that have happened with, with calls in previous, in previous years, but it happens in every game. Unfortunately, our calls seem to matter most because we're in that position. Right. Yeah. If, if if you don't put yourself in that position, they don't matter as much. But we're always in a position where we gotta have that call, or we don't need that call to mm-hmm. go against us. Right. And so that's that's what makes it so rough for 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 Browns and Browns fans is that we've needed those calls. So if we we go out there and handle our business like I think they will do, it won't even matter in the end. You know, after this offseason, I think that's all we can ask for just smooth sailing season nothing too crazy calls go our way 
nothing to argue about no anger controversy none of it just clean slate with you know a, a new new era i guess i don't i don't think this season can get any more controversial than what we're waiting on i know <laughs> right i know right? so if we if we keep everything up under that then we should be good yeah yeah we can only hope at this point right yes sir all right well we hope to get some watson news soon um we otas are currently underway i would like to say i think my ota or all-around camp standout will be isaiah thomas i think isaiah thomas is a very smart player uh he just really seems like somebody that we can mold into a very solid player right now and i'm going to be watching him closely during this you know these camp periods and i think seeing him develop is going to be very very exciting for this team okay since you're going out that way i'm going to say my guy is going to be david bell yep <laughs> my guy is going to be david bell I, I i watched him play a lot at purdue i think um that there there are things that he'll be able to do people's like he's, he's slow they say jerry rice is slow right are, are you slow uh, on a track are you slow on the football field? He's, he's proved that he wasn't slow on the football field, right? Yeah. And so that's all that matters. You can play football fast. And if you can play football fast, that means you don't have to think about things. Mm-hmm. You're going out there and just doing it. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to him just getting into the offense, learning all the things that they're, they're teaching him, and, and then just doing it at a, at, a, at a good speed and making a lot of plays. I'm, I'm really excited they got David Bell. He's definitely going to be somebody that, they're going to look highly on uh, and hope to get the best out of because you can use him in so many different ways that it's just really, really scary for a defense to try to plan around. Uh, so I'm really excited to watch him play too. And you know, all, all these rookies, actually, uh, Alex Wright, Perrion Winfrey, I think he's going to be everybody's, uh, you know, highlight. So we'll see. I'm, I'm definitely excited and bring on the season. Yeah, bring on the season. And what's going to be unfortunate is that you look at this team and the way it's built and and all the players that we have, that unfortunately we're going to have to get rid of some people. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be able to keep everybody, right? But 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 hopefully you know we so, so I mean if it's young guys we can keep them on. Hopefully we can keep them on practice squad or what what have you, but. We've, we got a, a lot of depth that also gives us an opportunity to be good because people are going to get injured. Mm-hmm. People are going to miss games. And so if you have, with the depth that we have, hopefully people will be able to fit in seamlessly and, and, and make it a, a smooth transition in order to keep the team rolling. The running back room is going to be the position to watch because there are a, a lot of good guys in there, but unfortunately not all of them can stay. Uh, Dearness Johnson, Jerome Ford, Demetric Felton, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, that, you know, kind of feels good to say. But, yeah, we will be seeing one of one or two of those guys leave, and that's going to suck. But, you know, just it just kind of has to be done. That's the business of football. Yeah. That's NFL business. That's, that's why for, for some of those guys, it's, it's more – it's not about being the guy. It's about being a guy who can do the most. Mm-hmm. If you can do do a lot of things, it always gives you opportunity because if you can return kicks or you can return punts, you can play some slot receiver or even be a split receiver and running back, 
gives you a better chance if that's the kind of offense they're running. So I think I think with these guys, it, it makes it rough because as of right now, we don't know what they're doing offensively. Yeah, only they do because they're practicing it, right? And so. <laughs> I'm sure as as they go through OTAs, they're figuring out, well, I'd like to do this with, say, Demetri Felton. I'd like to do this with the Ernest. We already know what they do with, with, with Nick and Kareem. We already, they already know that. They don't have to worry about that. It's the other guys and Ford. It's the, those guys. What can they do? Will he play special teams? Because if he's not playing special teams, he's not really going to play running back. We're going to have to let him go. And so this this is where it makes it, it, makes it hard on a, a front office and, 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 and coaches. But like I said, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to getting through all this quickly. Let's get the training cap and, and and get to the season because you know I'm I'm so optimistic about what this team can do. Yeah, I I haven't been excited for uh, well, okay, I have been excited for a season in a while, but I feel like this is one of the times where we have the most to prove, we have the most to show off, and uh, the most stuff to you know succeed with. So definitely hoping for for the best. No injuries throughout this camp, none of it. Just smooth sailing and uh, and get ourselves ready. Let's get, let the games begin. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.